Today, I wanted to chat all about creating your own lead magnet, opt-in, or freebie that is completely irresistible to your ideal clients. Not only that, there's a few strategies I wanted to share and a few mistakes that coaches commonly make, especially that I see with my clients when it comes to creating freebies that either aren't attracting the right type of clients or are not actually warming your audience up to make them think of you and your services. So your freebie has to not only attract people to get them on your email list, but it also has to tell them about what you do and really communicate properly who you serve, how you help people, and what your current offers are. I mean, that's really the whole point in getting a freebie in the first place, right? It's not just to get another email subscriber or a vanity metric. It really is to help someone start to overcome a problem that they're going through, a challenge that they're facing, or help them learn something that they didn't know before. And by doing that, you're introducing them to you. You, the expert who can help them really overcome that challenge or problem in their own life. Of course, your freebie is going to be like a little taster, a teaser, an introduction to your offer. And so we need to actually set up a strategy so that your offer not only attracts the right kinds of clients, gets them onto your email list to grow that, but also warms them up so that you can start to sell your offer. So let's dive into today's episode. It's going to be like a little mini training on creating your irresistible freebie or opt-in. I'm Lexi Sparrow, holistic nutritionist turned business strategist who believes there's a much easier way to build your dream business online. It all starts by getting clear on the simple, straightforward strategies that support you. I created the Magnetic Business Podcast for coaches, consultants, and service-based entrepreneurs who are looking to start, launch, and grow their own successful online business in a way that feels aligned with how they want to spend their time and share their genius with the world. Each episode brings you a blend of step-by-step strategies, mini trainings, and energetic topics like human design and manifestation, so you can start taking serious action in the way that you were designed to be most successful. If you're ready to build your own blueprint to your most rewarding and thriving online business, then you're in the right place, my friend. Let's get started. Okay, so before we even talk about an opt-in, we really need to address why you need to start an email list in the first place if you want to run an online business. And maybe you're already started. Maybe you have a few people on your email list. Maybe you're actually actively trying to grow it. Or maybe this is the first time that you're even hearing about an email list or you've been putting off starting one. Today's episode is going to give you lots and lots of reasons to start that email list, or if you haven't been engaging with your email list, to start emailing them and reaching out and nurturing them. But let's talk a little bit about why it's so important to have an email list if you run an online business. So the first thing is that email lists convert higher, meaning it's more likely that someone is going to buy your program or sign up to work with you from your email list compared to social media. And they've actually done studies and research on this to prove this. So having a higher convert conversion rate essentially just means that you're more likely to have more of those people buy from you. 
And the thing about an email list is it's a lot easier to see who's actually reading your content and clicking on the links. So with social media, yes, we can see, you know, for Instagram, for example, who's watching our stories and who likes our post. And maybe that's about it, right? You can't even really see who saved it. You can just see the number of saves. So that gives us some information. But when it comes to our email list, you can see each subscriber and what actions they've been taking. So you can see how they joined your list. You can see what emails they're opening. You can see which links they clicked, or you can see if they haven't opened any emails in the last six months, which can also give you some really great data. So having that email list, even if it's small, you're going to have a higher conversion rate, which means a better chance at you selling that program offer. The next thing is that you get to share your content with people consistently. And specifically, if you're creating new content, which we, we all should be as online business owners, we're creating content constantly for other things. We really want to make it last and go as far as it can because it took us time and energy to create it. So when you have an audience ready to hear about your latest blog or your new Instagram series or a podcast episode that you were on, you can send it directly to them through through your email. Also, your email list is your own. You own that versus Facebook or Instagram or Pinterest. They can all shut down tomorrow. And at the time of recording this, Instagram earlier this year did shut down and freak out a bunch of people <laughs> for an entire day. So, it's really important that you can communicate to those precious leads and audience members that it is a value to be on your email list and also to really nurture that relationship and connection with somebody off of social media is quite a big deal. Next, let's think about email in general. So everyone is always checking their email. And if you can get into somebody else's inbox, chances are they're going to see it versus on social media, we know that there's a low percentage of them actually seeing your content organically, unless they're like your number one biggest fan or your mom, and they check out every single thing that you do. So even if they're not reading all of them, you're going to stay top of mind because they're going to see your emails coming into their inbox. Lastly, it's really a great way to promote yourself for free, raise awareness of your brand and your offers. And I mean, they obviously want to hear from you. If they've given you their email and they haven't unsubscribed when you're sending them things and they're opening your emails, then you kind of know you got a winner that at least they're interested in what you have to say. Email marketing really is the best way to promote your business online because like I said, you have control of what those people are seeing, when, how often, the length of the emails, are you including links, are you including ways to tag subscribers who are opening certain things, can you segment, segment them so that you have different lists, like there's so many options that you can do with an email list that will really, really help you gain some very valuable data for your business, even if you're just starting out. For example, let's say you're a new coach and you want to create a new offer. Now, P.S. I have a masterclass all about this, about creating and launching your most profitable coaching offer. And that link will be in the show notes for you. But let's say you're trying to decide between a couple different things. You could 
email your list and ask them. You could run a bunch of emails about both of those topics and see which one gets the most clicks, which one gets the most reads. There's lots of different things that you could do with that email list, even if you only have a few people on it. Okay, so now that you're hopefully convinced that you're going to start your email list, what the heck do you need to get started? Now, this is where it can be a little bit technologically overwhelming at the beginning if you don't have experience with this. And as a new coach, you probably don't. There are so many different email list tools out there and different types of software and subscription services that you can sign up for. Now, if you are just just starting out and you're more in this experimental phase and you don't necessarily want to invest money into your email list quite yet, I get that. And you can start with MailChimp for free. So MailChimp, all one word, is a free to start email list tool. I will say it has limited features. For example, on the free account, you have to send emails in real time. You can't schedule them out. However, that could be a really great way to at least start collecting subscribers and then you can move to their paid version or export your contacts into a paid email provider. Now, If you are serious about this business thing and you are really excited about creating a juicy opt-in, then how about we turn the tables and think really positive about this. For as little as 25 to 29 bucks a month, you can get an awesome, really powerful email subscriber tool. What you're going to be able to do with a paid tool is a lot more than what you'd be able to do with MailChimp's free version. For example, you can do things like tag where subscribers are coming from. So maybe you have uh, multiple different freebies and you want to test which one's doing the best. Maybe you want to send them through a sequence that warms them up. So once they've downloaded your freebie, you can keep in contact with them automatically without you having to go in and email them every few days. There's lots of other cool tools that we'll talk about later in this episode, but I just want you to think about that when you are deciding which email tool to sign up with, because yes, although you can use MailChimp and it's limited capacity to get started, at some point you're going to make the switch. So is it worth you know, trying to figure out how to do that? Or do you want to just invest and go all in? And maybe that'll be the fire under your butt to really make this a priority in your business. So here are some of the tools that are the most popular when it comes to email lists. ConvertKit is my personal favorite. I think it's a really great price for what you get to get started with. Plus, I find the platform really intuitive and they have a whole help blog. So if you ever get stuck, you can kind of just go to their website blog and see how to do something and they'll walk you through step by step. Flowdesk is another really popular one because of its beautiful features. It's really great for anyone who does any kind of design or wants to be using a lot of photos in their emails. Aweber and MailerLite, they get the job done. They're like the OGs. They're very simple, I would say, um, but they're not as intuitive in the back end, I've noticed. And then there are some email list tools that are kind of more what I call all-in-one tools, meaning that they also allow you to create courses or sell products or create funnels 
funnels or pipelines as they're called. And so if you are already selling online products or you're thinking about selling online courses or memberships or something like that, you may actually want to check out one of these instead so that your email list and your products are all seamlessly combined into one tool. So Kajabi is like the gold star. There's also Podia and Kartra. So again, it's totally up to you and based on your business, what you need to sign up for, but I would highly look into those, do a little bit of research, but don't spend too much on this. What you really want to think about is what do you want to be able to do with your email list tool? So let's go through a few things that you might want to think about. So can your email list tool collect email subscribers within the current laws and regulations. This is really, really big, especially in Europe and now in Canada, and I'm sure coming in the US soon, um, more strict laws around how you can collect emails and what you can email people about. Of course, you always have to have something where someone can unsubscribe themselves to the email. I mean, I don't know how many email lists that people have randomly added me to with no unsubscribe button, and it's so frustrating, and now it's illegal. Like, you can't just email somebody if they haven't subscribed, and once they have, you have to give them an option to unsubscribe. So there are a lot of laws and regulations that you need to be aware of. So as long as you're using a tool that complies with those, it makes it really simple because they're going to build in things to help you comply with those current laws and regulations about collecting and emailing people. So the next thing is, do you want to be able to email your subscribers on autopilot? So like I talked about, but with MailChimp, um, unless it's changed recently, I'm pretty sure that it's still, you can only email them in the moment. So you can create a draft and then email them versus what I like to do, which is do all my emailing in advance. So I'd create it, set a date for it to go out, and then it can automatically go out and I don't have to worry about it. It's one less thing that I have to worry about in my business and you can automate it. So do you want to be able to do that? Is that important to you? Because then you want to make sure your tool has that capability. Again, like I said, you want to make sure that your subscribers can easily unsubscribe, but also that they can re-opt in again if they want to later on. You also want to look and see if your email tool has a way for you to create a landing page. And we're going to talk about this in more detail, but a landing page is where you're going to basically display your freebie and be like, hey, here, sign up. That makes it really easy for them to put in their email and for it to go right into your email tool. You also want to make sure that you have a way to email them that freebie. So making sure that when somebody opts in, that it will automatically send them that freebie or that opt-in. And you may want to do some kind of automated sequence, like I mentioned earlier, where you can actually send them out or drip them out different emails over the next few days after they sign up to, you know, keep giving them free information, telling them what you do and what you're all about. There's two different types of emails, email campaigns and email sequences. So an email campaign is typically a one-off email that's going to go out by itself versus an email sequence is a series of emails that gets automated so that it will automatically go out when somebody has subscribed to that sequence. There's also different things, and I mean all different um, email 
tools may call them slightly different things, but email tags or segments. So different ways of segmenting or tagging, like think of it as like sticky noting your different um, subscribers into different categories. So for example, let's say that you are, you sell doTERRA essential oils and you also sell beauty counter. Maybe you want to have separate lists for both of those so that when there is a Black Friday sale, you don't have to figure out, oh, like bombarding one, not the other. Like you can really be specific and send the beauty counter emails to one person and the doTERRA emails to another person, or maybe they're on both lists. So you can use segments and tags to really help you um, segment your business. Now, this is super important when it comes to your offers. If you have more than one offer, you're probably going to want to be able to know who's interested in what, especially if you have a business where you have different niches involved. So let's say you're a nutritionist, you also do personal training and you do mindset coaching. Well, you want a way to segment segment those people on your list so that you have a better chance at them reading your emails and staying engaged. Also, you want to make sure that you can track open rates, track your growth progress, and track where people are finding you from. And of course, I'm sure there's lots more things that these email tools can do that we didn't even mention. Okay, so I mentioned something called a landing page, and this is going to be important when you are creating your freebie or your opt-in or your lead magnet. By the way, those are interchangeable terms. And this is because that's going to be the thing that somebody comes to when they go to put their email address in it. So you do want to make sure that visually the landing page looks really good. We know how important that can be, the aesthetics. So you're going to want to brand it to your fonts, your colors. You're probably going to want to add a photo, maybe a photo of related to what it is so people get that. You're also going to want to really keep it short and sweet and to the point because, I mean, we skim. We all skim read when we click things. So you want it to be speaking directly to your client in a short, concise way, using their language and their lingo as much as possible so that you're attracting the right type of people to this freebie. You're also probably going to want to have a section maybe below. So if they actually want to scroll and learn more about that opt-in or what it's all about, where you're talking about the pain points or the transformation, really you're telling them why they should give you their email for this thing and what it's going to do for them. So instead of just saying, oh, it's a recipe book with 50 recipes. Well, I could find that anywhere on the internet. What's it? Dif- what's so different about this recipe book? Why do I need it? Who is it for? What is it going to do for my life, Right paint that picture for them. That is all going to go on your landing page. And again, your landing page should be pretty darn easy to set up once you have the proper email tool. In fact, something like ConvertKit is going to have templates that you can basically just copy and put in your own wording, your own branding, your own pictures, and do all the heavy lifting for you in terms of the tech side of things. So when you go to the URL of an opt-in of somebody else, that is the landing page that they're bringing you to. So once you create this, this is going to be the URL that you share in your Instagram bio, in your on your website, wherever you're sending people so that they can sign up to receive your freebie and opt-in. Now let's start talking about what type of freebie or lead magnet or opt-in you might want to create. There are so many different kinds and people can get really creative with these. So I'm going to go through some different types of freebies that you might want to consider creating. 
The first that I see often, because honestly, it's really easy nowadays in something like Canva to whip up a PDF would be a free guide. So maybe it's a free roadmap or a cheat sheet or a checklist. Maybe it's free journal prompts or workout plan or meal plan or recipes. All of these things would be great for a free guide. And I've even done guides in the past in my nutrition business where I really broke down step-by-step processes. I really answered a lot of common questions that I was getting. I also gave step-by-steps and lists of supplements and things like that. So you can get really, really creative with your guide. It can be something as simple as a one-pager to a 9, 10, 20-page workbook you may want to create a video. So I know for some people, writing comes more natural and maybe you really enjoy the creative process of creating something on Canva. So a guide might be for you. But for those of you who the thought of that just makes you cringe, don't worry, you could do something totally different like a video. So it could be a masterclass. It could have, you know, a slide deck, be like a presentation, or it could literally just be you sitting in front of a camera recording and teaching tips tips and tricks, kind of like a YouTube tutorial video. Both of those would work and it's really easy to set them up. Uh, Something for free, you could have it linked to an unlisted link on YouTube or a Vimeo link. You can easily edit it in iMovie or I think Camtasia is the version for PC. But this is really a great way to get started where you don't really need a lot of glitz and glamour. You can literally just maybe brush your hair, put on a nice shirt and have some decent lighting, you know, face face towards the window, not have the window behind you and record a video. You might want to go all in and create something like a webinar. I know that this is super, super popular, especially when people are selling on Evergreen for things like memberships or online courses. And it might feel a little bit scary for you to get started if this is like your first freebie that you're creating. So don't worry if that feels really scary. You can try something else until you're ready to start something bigger like a webinar. However, if you have been selling your coaching offer for a while, if you know people are buying, but you just want to get more leads in the door without a ton of more work, you can create a really great webinar. And of course, there's so many different services like Webinar Jam and I think Lead Pages and all different things that can help you set up the tech behind a webinar. You could do a live video series. This is something that I often see that works really well in something like a Facebook group. So you have a time period where you get a ton of people into this Facebook group and on your email list, and then you remind them of all the dates that you're gonna go live and the times and everything. And then you get them to show up live in Facebook and you go live and you teach on a topic. Now, this could be a one-off thing, but I've seen it more like a week-long, maybe three, four, or five mini trainings where people can ask questions after and really engage and get involved. And then you leave the free trainings up in that group for however long that you want, right? It could be indefinitely and have people stay in that group and keep nurturing them in that Facebook group. Or maybe you download them so you have them saved somewhere for later. And then you could maybe repeat this every quarter. Maybe you need new topics or you tweak the old topics, but this is something that I've seen be really successful for other entrepreneurs. Perhaps you want to run a challenge. So you could do this in a Facebook group, in a live video series, 
Or you could do this in an email series as well. So maybe they sign up for a challenge and you've created it all through a series of emails and help them go through it. Maybe you want to create a mini course. So a smaller version of your program or a smaller version of one piece of your program. Maybe it makes sense to break up those trainings into something like the Facebook group idea, but that idea of going live just scares you. You could pre-record them and have them release every day inside something like Teachable, or you could email them out So have the videos in, you know, YouTube or Vimeo ready to go and then have them drip out in an email sequence when somebody signs up for that mini course. And if the video part just totally scares you, but you like the idea of a challenge or a mini course, you could always just email out the content and have that drip out over a week or however long you want your mini course to be. Lastly, if you want to go really, really big, you could host an event or a summit for free where you have other entrepreneurs speak or you have a series of different topics. Maybe it's just all on one day or one weekend. That's also something that you could do as an opt-in. And now I'm sure there's other ideas that I probably missed, but those are the most popular ones that I've seen. So how do you decide when there are so many options? Well, I have two questions for you. First, what is the easiest way for you to get started? While I was reading those out, you probably had a gut reaction to most of them, like, oh, that seems doable, or heck no, I am not ready for that, or how the heck would I even do that? So maybe you go back through that list and pick what is the easiest one for you to get started with in the least amount of time. Another question is, what does your audience want? Because maybe you want to do a written email course, but you know that your audience loves when you show up on video. You might want to consider making that a video course. So you can always survey your audience and ask them what form they would like to see most. You know, this is the topic I'm going to teach on. Would you rather see a video or an email series? Would you rather have a workbook or a journal? Or, you know, I guess those are kind of the same thing, but you know what I mean? Like you could, you could survey your audience and ask them, which form would they like to receive that freebie in? Okay, now we're ready for the most important part, which is deciding what the heck your freebie is going to be all about. We want your freebie to attract your ideal clients like bees to honey. So that means it needs to be on a topic that they really truly want to learn about. This is where I see problems happen when coaches say, I created this freebie, but nobody's signing up. I'm not getting in emails. Nobody is downloading it. Nobody is taking a look at it. Or I can see them going to the page. They're not signing up. So there's a few things we need to think about here is, do they honestly want that thing? Maybe you think it's an awesome idea. Maybe you think that's the thing that they need help with, but do they see it that way? Are they at the point where they realize that yet? So that's one thing to think about. Also is the language and the way you're communicating that offer. If you're not having people sign up, maybe it's because the landing page is confusing or it just doesn't seem juicy enough. It's not specific enough to your ideal client and they're kind of confused or they're not really sure if they actually need it. So we want to make sure that the topic that you pick is something that they really truly want. And this is why doing something like market research can be so important. 
I talk about this a lot more in my free training on how to create and launch your profitable coaching offer because target market research is a huge piece of that. Making sure you have those conversations with your target market or your ideal clients to actually get in their own words what they think that they need. This will give you tons of ideas for different freebies and opt-ins that you can create. You can also just get started by simply surveying, surveying your audience or reaching out to people who are like your ideal client and asking them a few questions about different freebies that you're thinking of creating and seeing which ones they're most interested in. The other thing we want to think about, and this is a, this is like the number one mistake that coaches make when they're creating their freebie, is... What services is this freebie going to be pitching to these people signing up? What is your freebie warming them up for? So for example, if you decide to create a recipe book or give away free recipes because you're a nutritionist, you better be selling recipe ebooks, meal plans, or a cookbook. Because if you're just selling one-on-one services, that doesn't really translate. Somebody who is going to download free recipes probably isn't going to buy your one-on-one service. I mean, they might, but chances are they won't. They're probably going to be the person who goes on Pinterest and finds a bunch of free recipes. Or if you're emailing a bunch of free recipes, then they're going to stay on your email list for those, but they're not actually going to take action and working with you because that's really not what they were there for in the first place. So you want to make sure that whatever your freebie is, it actually primes them up for your offer. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to hard pitch and sell your offer. I find just even putting in like one page at the end of a freebie, for example, that could be something that really works by just telling them, hey, if you want to learn more, I teach more about this in my program. But you really want to think about how can my freebie relate to the topic of my offer or a piece of my offer. So here are some questions that I want you to write down about your offer. What? What is your program all about? Who is it for? And what does it do for someone? Why? Why is it important? Why does this matter? Why does someone need to know what you're teaching in your offer? Why? Why should somebody care? Right? Why should they care about your program or your offer? What's that deeper meaning, their deeper desire behind signing up to work with you in that program or that offer? And then how? So these are the actual action steps that somebody takes inside your program or while working with you or while they use your product. How do you deliver the transformation to them? What's the step-by-step? Is there a method that you use, a tool that you use? Once you get clear on the what, why, and how of your offer, you're going to be able to look at this and start to pick out some common themes or topics that you could talk about in your freebie. Now, as a general rule, your freebie is going to talk about the what and the why around the problem and your program or your service or your paid content is going to talk about the how. Now, you might be able to give away some of the how, like a framework or the steps without actually going into detail and giving away your whole entire program for free. I 
truly believe that at this point in marketing and in online business, that there's no point in holding back all of your best stuff just for your program. I mean, if somebody loves what you do and really loves your free content, they're not going to be really angry at you when they come into their program. They're like, hey, I've heard this before. So give away your best stuff. Give away some of the how. Of course, you don't want to give away everything because you do want them to still come and sign up for the rest of your paid program. So maybe you want to create like a a resource on step one of an eight-step process that you teach. Maybe you want to give away the framework and the all eight steps, but not necessarily go into too much detail about all of those. Or it could be something parallel. So One that I see quite often is something like Amy Porterfield, where she creates, she has a course where she helps you create your online course. And one of her great freebies is how to name your course. So she goes through in a whole workbook and teaches you how to name your course. Now, that's probably something that a lot of her students struggle with or a common objection to her course is, well, what the heck would I even name it, right? Or Rebel Nutrition, who also teaches you how to sell online courses, she has a a webinar that talks all about deciding what your online course is going to be about. So again, I'm sure this is a common objection that people find when they go to sign up for her courses. Well, how would I even know that my online course idea is good? So you could start to think about it in that way. What are the common objections that people have when they work with you? What are some of the myths that you have to bust? What are the frequently asked questions that you get? Really start to think about those when you're crafting your freebie or your lead your lead magnet. And this is how you're going to be able to have this really truly relate to your products and your services, which is truly the strategy behind offering a freebie in the first place. Let's go through some examples just to give you an idea. So maybe you want to create a wellness checklist. Is there anything in your area of expertise or part of your protocol that you could create a checklist for? So like a workout bag checklist, a pantry staples checklist, an acne causing ingredients list. The challenge, is there a step-by-step process that you could give away to your audience that would give them a taste of working with you in a challenge? So think of a topic that you love to teach on. Could you create three to five days of content for a challenge? So five-day pantry overhaul, three-day mindset and meditation switch, three-day clear skin clean out. In an email series, you could turn your challenge into an email series and have it be a lot more informative, have it linked to other content that you've already created, aka less work for you, but more free stuff for them. And instead of having homework each day or hyping up a challenge each day, you could offer a three, five, or seven day mini series straight to their inbox. So three day health reset, five day explore intuitive eating guide. How about a video series? So again, much like a challenge, this video series could be a step-by-step process or it could be a different topic each day that relates to one big topic. So something like how to make X recipes at home, uh, different ways to do morning yoga flows, mindfulness meditations, and you could have a sleep meditation and a calming meditation and a energizing meditation or best holistic acne products and you could break them down by category. Now, if you love to give away free recipes and you actually are selling meal plans, maybe you do want to tease some recipes from your meal plans or your book, or maybe you want to teach how you've created these recipes, or maybe you could give away a video of you actually 
doing the recipe. So maybe it's something that people always mess up. Or I know for me, like when I started making gluten-free pancakes or flourless pancakes, I was like, how are these people making these pancakes that look so good? And sometimes it's in how you actually create the recipe that counts. So you could do a video with a PDF guide about that recipe. Anything that you do for your freebie, you want to make sure that you are creating a catchy name for it. It doesn't have to be anything super duper creative. In fact, you saying exactly what it is or exactly what it helps someone do is going to be way more effective. And in fact, I think about what keywords are going into that freebie. So, keywords could be searched up on Pinterest or Google or even in the hashtags on Instagram, but you want to use those trending keywords that really help describe exactly what that person is getting. And another tip for creating a catchy name would be to look up on Pinterest or to use one of those blog title generators to see what some common blog titles are. So, you know, we've all seen them like X ways to easily blah, 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 or how to do X in X steps, like those really straightforward things that make us click on them. Uh, That's what you want to create a title for your freebie about. So those are my tips when it comes to thinking of some different ideas, giving you a little bit of inspiration and how to name your freebie. So once you have created your freebie, whatever it is for your opt-in, that's when you're gonna go into your email list tool. You're going to set up a form. So somebody is going to actually put their name and email into it. And depending on your email list tool, this might be something that you have to create and then create a landing page, or they might be linked together. Either way, you're gonna have a form where somebody signs up to. You're gonna have that on your landing page, which is the URL that somebody's gonna go to to give you their email. Then you want to make sure you have the email that automatically goes out to that person once they've subscribed. So that email is going to contain a link or a PDF or a video or whatever you decided that you're giving away for free. Then you're going to want to think about what can I say over the next week that's really going to tell them more about what I do and who I am and give them more content that you've already created that's just sitting there. Maybe they're brand new to your audience and they don't really know what you do. Can you tell them more about that? This is a great way to tease your offer without having to do a hard pitch right away. And like I said, repurposing old content to say, hey, look, if you're interested in this freebie, then you're probably also interested in this blog post or this Instagram video or this Facebook group. Lastly, you want to make sure that you are actually checking in with these stats regularly. So once you have your freebie up and running and you've got people coming in, you want to make sure you're actually checking the numbers. So how many people are coming to your landing page and not actually signing up? How many people are signing up and then unsubscribing right away? Are people making it through your whole warm-up sequence? And then for the people who are using it, can you get feedback from anyone about the opt-in itself and the freebie that they got if they're using it and all of that because that is going to help you make sure that at some point you're going to come back and make any tweaks to make this even more irresistible for your dream clients. 
Now, like I mentioned a few times throughout this podcast, I have a brand new free training on how to create and launch your profitable coaching offer, where we do talk a little bit about email lists because we talk about attracting ideal clients. But I also walk you through the complete framework that I use with my clients on helping them create a profitable offer. Lots of times we come up with these really great ideas for services and for products, and they truly might be really great and full of great content. However, they're not quite profitable. So when we launch them, we launch them to crickets, or we don't get the the signups that we were hoping to, or we don't make the amount of money that we were hoping to. And this can be really frustrating. And it's not about what's inside the coaching program. It's actually about how you've set up your offer to begin with. So whether it is a coaching program, whether it's a one-on-one service, an online course, a membership, whatever type of offer you're wanting to create, I walk you through a framework that will guarantee it's going to be profitable for you and your coaching business. You can get the link to that in the show notes or go to lexisparrow.com slash masterclass. That's L-E-X-I-E-S-P-A-R-R-O-W slash M-A-S-T-E-R-C-L-A-S-S. All right, that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed this mini training all about creating a really irresistible opt-in or freebie to attract and warm your ideal clients. I will catch you in the next episode.